Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to our gathering together uh, to commemorate the yurt site of Rav Salavechik Zatzal uh, this evening on Chalmoid Pesach. Abershus, the many very eminent Rabbanim and Rashi Yeshiva that I see have gathered with us here tonight uh, to reflect and honor uh, the legacy of the Rav and his continuing influence on our personal lives and, of course, the lives of our community, uh, it is my pleasure to welcome you to tonight's program. Rav Salavechik was a towering giant of Torah scholarship and truly the architect of so much of the foundation of our community's thinking and our value system. His imprint upon our yeshiva was profound and his legacy continues to reverberate through his students, through their students, and now through their students. And tonight we mark the Rav's yard site through engaging his greatest love. The Rav was a leader in so many ways and engaged so many different facets of communal life. But as we all know from reflecting on his own words so much, the Rav's greatest love was to teach Torah and to study Torah. And so tonight we gather together to learn together. And it's befitting that this gathering is convened by our yeshiva, by Ritz, by Yeshiva University, because in the halls of our yeshiva, the Rub's presence, his intellectual presence, his spiritual presence, continues to be felt each and every day. And somehow, so many years after his final shiurim have been given on the campus of the yeshiva, Talmidim who emerged today on some level, still consider themselves Talmidim of the Rav, students of his thinking and students of his approach to life, his approach to Torah, his approach to thought, and his approach to the world. He is who imbued within our yeshiva and its alumni the sense of nuance and appreciation for the larger and broader world and our engagement with it, and how to do so through the prism of Torah, remaining entirely anchored in the world of halacha and in our dedication to the Rabboni Shalom. And so tonight we convene together, we gather together to study Torah in the Rub's memory, to reflect on who he was. And we do so with two very incredible and eminent Torah personalities, both Russia Yeshiva within our Yeshiva, Harav Meir Tursky and Harav Menachem Ganek. Our first shear will be given by Rabbi Ganak. Rabbi Ganak is certainly well known to all of us. Serves as the Rav of Congregation Shomri Amuna in Englewood, New Jersey. Rabbi Ganak serves as the head of the Kashrus of the Orthodox Union. Certainly an entity that we are all engaging with, uh, with profound frequency as we make Pesach and engage with so many of the other elements and services of the OU. Rabbi Ganak is the author of numerous svarim. He is a noted Talmud Chacham. Through the OU Press, he has been responsible for the dissemination of so much of the Rav's Torah to our broader community. He is someone that when you hear him share uh, the depth of the Rav's Torah, you truly hear the voice, not only of an outstanding Torah scholar himself, but most notably, you hear the voice of a Talmud. You hear the voice of a student. And so it is my great pleasure to introduce for our first year tonight, Rav Menachem Gideon.
Okay. Thank you very much, Rabbi Glasser, for your introductory remarks. And um, I think it's especially appropriate that the Rav site that we study Torah, that was, of course, what the Rav did on his father's Yorkshire, Gimel Shvat. He would always give what was the renowned Yorkshire share, but literally the entire Lampert Auditorium was filled and the overflow filled the base medrash. And um, as we think about the Rav, we, we think about what he taught us in, in Torah. And as Rabbi Glass has said, he was a giant, but he was a, a giant without peer. Um, so I'm going to get speak a little bit about that, you know, just in concluding remarks. But I want to speak a little bit about um, Pesach, Kid, Kiddush, and the halacha of Achilles Matzah and the Suda of the night of the Seder. And much of what I'm saying and going to say is going to be based on things that I heard from the Rav and that the Rav uh, developed. In Shulchan Aruch, it says that... Uh, that we don't say Kiddush till, till night. And the Mogan Avon asks, why is that? After all, we know that you can say Kiddush before nightfall. And um, on Shabbos, let's say many, many shuls in the summer months, and these months is where you change the clock, you can say Kiddush early. So why is it that the night of the Seder, Kiddush, cannot be said early. It ha- we have to wait till nightfall. So the Mogan Avram answers that the reason, he quotes the Tumas Adeshin, that the reason for that is that the, the night of, of, of Pesach, the Kiddush serves a dual, a dual role. It's both Kiddush of Yantif, but it's also one of the four cups. And the Allah is that all the eating of matzah and all the mitzvahs halayla have to be done mishetechshach. And that's, Toysus points about this in the beginning of Ave Psochim. That's because there's a hekesh to, to Korban Pesach. And by Korban Pesach, it says that the Korban Pesach has to be in Balayla. And therefore, all the mitzvahs alayla, matzah, and time as well, must be done only at night. And since the first cup, Kiddush, is one of the Dalakosos, so it's just integrated into the... Uh, into the system of the first night of Pesach and Sipin Sitzrayim. So therefore it has to be, it has to be drunk at night. But the, the Mogan Avram seems to say that the reason is because you have to drink the cup at night. But if somebody could be, for example, say the Kiddush right before, before Tzesah Kochavim and drink it after Tzesah Kochavim, that one could interpret that that might fulfill his obligation because he's drunk the cup on on the night of Pesach. But the Rav said that it's it's more than simply drinking the cup. That the first, the, the Kiddush, the night of Pesach, takes on a dual character. It's both Kiddush of Yontif, but the Kiddush itself is part of the CPC Mitzrayim. And the themes that are that we emphasize in Kiddush and of course we mention uh, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim in the Kiddush, but also we mentioned the Bechiris Yisrael, that God chose the Jewish people, and that was out of the cauldron of the oppression of Egypt, 
And the purpose of Yitzhi Mitzrayim ultimately, as Kaddish Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, that when well, I'll take you out of Mitzrayim, that we will that you will come and receive the Torah. So the Bechiris Yisrael is, is a fundamental theme of Yitzhi Mitzrayim. And when we speak about Maschus, we know that Tzibin Tzrayim has to be Maschum B'Shevach, and that shevach is 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 ultimately that we became the chosen people and got the Torah. We begin but ultimately the goal was to to be the chosen people and and see the Torah. And these are themes that are emphasized in the Kiddush itself. So the Kiddush itself has has another dimension, namely it's part of the Mitzvah Salail and Sipit Yisrael. Indeed, I've quoted that uh, in the Gaonim, there, the, uh, I think it's the, in the Siddur of Haigon, that the, the Kiddush is a much, much more elaborate Kiddush. And that's because it's, it's, it, it's, it has this additional theme of Sipit Yisrael. And that's why when we say, you know, the children sing Kadesh Urchatz, the Simonim, um, at the beginning of the Seder, all of those represent that this, and we're going to come back to this again when it comes to Shulchan Aruch and Baruch, that they represent a special theme in terms of Sipi Tzitzrayim. Um, now, the Suda, after all, the Kiddush introduces the Suda of the night. And and the Rav said that the Suda itself also represents a special kiyum of in the in the evening, part of the demonstration of Sipin Tzitzrayim, again, which is indicated from the fact that in the Simone we say Shulchan Orech, um, and we see it also from the Shittas of Rambam, that the Rambam is of the opinion that the Haseba relates not only to the Achilles Matzah, but the Rambam says that Haseba is throughout throughout the Suda. Um, as the Ram says in Perak Sainfim, So according to the Rambam, um, there's a team of Haseba throughout the Suda. Um, and you see that the Hesebe is also, the, the Suda itself is a demonstration of, of Cheres. As the Ram says, um, So all of that is integrated into the, into the Suda and to the Kiyom of, um, of Sipid Shraim through the demonstration of Cheres. Because a poor man Indeed, a slave doesn't have this kind of a meal. Um, now, when when I would just want to indicate this as well by another halacha, the Rambam's opinion. This is based on the Rif. The Rif had only two matzahs at his seder. We have three, and when we break the middle one, the Rambam only had two, and so therefore, when the Rambam broke. The matzah at his yachatz, so there was no, there was only one, one full matzah, and and so you didn't have two shlemos. 
So what's the what's what's the reason for that? What happened? The the rush suggests, which is our minig, our general minig, is to is to have two, you know, to have three matzahs. So that if we, when we break one, we still have like every sudasyant of two shlemos. So apparently, the Rambam's opinion is that the locham of lechem only, madako shall only beprusa, is mafki the locha of 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 um, of of, of um, lechem mishnah the night of Pesach, and and the reason the Rav suggests that we have then what then just have one matzah. He said the reason you have one and then a half a matzah is because that's a, a general halach in terms of bracha. The Gemara says in brachas that it's preferable to make the the bracha on a shleima, but the halacha of lechem only is el- eliminates the halacha of of um, of of a shleima of 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 having um, uh, lechem mishnah the night of this of the seder, and I think that also shows us that um, um, you know that the the, the kiddush which introduces. The, the Suda, as I said before, is a kiyum of Sipin Sitzraim, as is the entire Suda. And that's demonstrated from this that the, the Suda is nikva, not on, on a, uh, on, as which is normally the case on Yantif, on, on two, two loaves, on Lechem Mishnah, but on, because of Lechem only, it's only a, uh, a Prusa. Um, So I'd like to just expand on that. And this is actually part of this idea is something that I heard from my friend, Rabbi Baruch Sholm Reichman, that it could be that the mitzvah's achila of matzah, we know that the, the fundamental mitzvah that the Seder is a mitzvah of achilas matzah, um, that the mitzvah of achilas matzah is not just to do a maisa achila and kezayis and matzah, but the that the, the kezayis of matzah is a loch of suda, that the night of Pesach is a loch to have a suda with matzah, and there's a chalosham suda as relates to the matzah. And I'd, I'd like to demonstrate that. Um, because the Rambam says in Perk Vav, of Chavetz Matzah, loch zayin, ain't adim yotzideh, first of all, just in the Loshan, ain't adim yotzideh chavosu b'achilas matzah, she asuolo, Kagon Shaochel Tevel or Maisa Rishon Shlon Notla Chumaso or Shagoso Zeaklal Koshim Mavochen or Birkas Hamazim Yotze Bo Yidei Chavaso the Choshim Ain Mavochen or Birkas Hamazim Ain Yotze Bo Yidei Chavaso. So the Rambam has, has made the the halacha of matzah dependent on those things that you that you bench on that you say Birkas Hamazim. So you see that the Birkas um, and therefore by Achilas East the Rambam says. That there's no kvius, and therefore you're not yotze achilas. You're not yotze achilas matzah. Um, um, now the Rambam in Perk Zion from Chomet Matzah Halacha Zion says Lefika Kishesoid Adam Belayla Hazet Tzorch Lechov Lishtos Vumesiv Derech Chayos. Just from the just, just also indicate the lushan of the Ramkishisoidalaza when he eats, he has to be masib, and that includes of course matzah in the in the entire Suda. Um uh, 
and if we say that the Achilles Matzah is halacha to be soed, to have a suda with the matzah, we also understand another halacha, that we know that we derive the halacha, the chiv of Achilles suda, the night, the first night of Pes, of excuse me, of Sukkot, Tesvav, Tesvav, Michag HaMatzos, that, and by Sukkot, it's certainly halacha of suda. First of all, you see that according to Rebbe Rebbe thinks that it's a chiv, not only the, for the first night, Rebbe is, is the opinion that the person is chayv in 14 sudos. Every night, he's chayv to have two sudos during the period of of, um, of Sukkot. And the first night, you see that it's a locha of suda. And so if it's a locha, the achila, you know, you have to have a suda in the sukkah, not just to do a maisa achila in the sukkah. It's a locha to have a suda in the sukkah. And... That we, and that halacha, we derive tesvav, tesvav from Chagamatzos, namely from the Chiv of Achilles Matzah. So you see that inherent in the Achilles Kezayis is also halacha of Suda. Um, and also, it could be that the halacha, the whole CPT Sritzrayim, which we derive from what? From Lechem Oni, Dvom Onim Abalav, Dvom Habe, there's a Machlikis Rishonim. Rabbi used to point this out where the Koshal Oma, Rabbi Gamliel's statement, Koshal Oma, Gimel Dvom Ela, Lo Yotzide Chavaso, Pesach Matzamara, Lo Yotzide Chavaso of what? Does it mean he wasn't Yotzide in the mitzvah of CPTs Mitzvahim? That's the simple reading. Or does it mean, as the Ramban implies, the Ramban at the beginning of Meseches Baruchis in the Muhammad says, Seems to say that means he doesn't fulfill the mitzvah of of matzah completely because matzah requires that the sipitz right should relate to the matzah and it's chala and the matzah. So that halacha actually we, we have not as relates this, that's an obligation the night of the seder, but the notion that um, you have to speak Torah but at the meal in in this case and also the Hilchas HaPesach, that we find universally in the Mishnah and Pirkei Avos. And therefore, the, maybe this halacha of Sipin Tzvayim related to the Matzah is part of the halacha because the Matzah represents a special Suda, a special Suda of Cheres, the first night of, of Pesach. And the Biskovov explains, um, the Rebbe has this in the Sefer, the Rebbe quoted this as well. It says in the Lashon of Ram, um, he says in, in, uh, in, in Perikud from Chomtzimatza Locha Hey, the Ram says, so, Rebbe points out the Lushen, what does it mean, Muteris? You know, I would have thought it's a very fine flower, so that's, that's, that's not called Lechem Oni. But so that's, it's not that it's Mutter to eat it. It means it's, it's called Lechem Oni, and you can fulfill your mitzvah. Where's the, where's the Heter that's required? So, um, is there an Isu to, to eat lechem that's not lechem only? So Revelva points out he, that the Rambam um, has a special halacha in Perakei Halacha Chof. 
He says, That the Lam has a special halacha, aside from the halacha that with lechem only, you're not yotze the mitzvah of matzah, because it has to be lechem, if it's, if, if it's matzah shira, you're not yotze, it has to be lechem only. But beyond that, there's a separate isa coin to the Rambam. Certainly in Isid Rabbonin, but there's a separate isa to eat matzah ashira the, um, the night of Pesach. Um, and, and so that's why the Ram says muteres. So in, in that halacha, um, um, I'll just tell you, just I heard from the Rav that, uh, you know, the chassidim, uh, have a minig not to eat, not to eat kibrochs. But the the, the Vilna Gon, was a, and this was a Kabbalah in his family, he said he, this went on till through his, his father, remember his father said, the, the Rav said that he stopped doing this, but um, that the Goin used to take, of the Hasidim, he would take the matzah, and when he would give it, give it out, there would be a bowl of water on the table, and he would first dunk it in the bowl of water and then give it out to demonstrate, like Chayv to demonstrate that, you know, that it's not, uh, that there's no basis halachically for, for, uh, uh, for the Isa Shruya. This is not meant to be a polemic um, uh, against it. Um, I must confess that our house, we, we don't eat kibbutz, not because of me, I'm a born Litvak. But my wife and her family has a minig, uh, you know, and so when I, my mother-in-law was in, my son-in-law, so happens in the best families. But um, I, I remember once the Rav's daughter, Atara, once when we, was, we were talking about one of the things that were published, I'd asked her advice about uh, something in the, in the machsa that we published from the Rav. And uh, so... She wrote me a letter. I finally got it. It was she wrote it. It was about uh, it was Pesach time, and she said, um, tongue in cheek, you know. Now I've tied Pesach because since I don't make knedlach for the uh, for the uh, seder, I have time to you know to write this letter. Why doesn't she make knedlach? Because the love said, even though, as I said, he wasn't machped about about shruya or gebrochs. But he was mocked about this Rambam, namely that you can't have matzah ashira. And he said, and that's a separate Allah, zichun, zichun lechem only. And, and knedlach, uh, first of all, it's mavushol, and also presumably you put other things in it. So it had a din of, of matzah, of ashira, and therefore it didn't use it. Zichun lechem only. Um, but from, from that halacha, from the Shittus Ram, especially if we presume that the Rama means only the night, Ravelo thought that the, 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 if you take the Ram literally, that it's Yom Rishon that actually extends beyond the night of the Seder, even the, the entire first day. But if we, presu- if we assume that the Rambam, which would be a Chiddush, that can be an Isha, the entire first day. But if we assume that it's only the night of the Seder, we see also that, the, that there's a special halacha of the Chilas Suda of, of the night of Pesach. And that's a separate independent kiyum. Um, and in this halacha, that there's a, as that 
that but what, what, what I'm suggesting is that the matzah has a special loch of suda. You know, I think this is demonstrated by another uh, by another halacha. The halacha is, as we said, that the Ram says it had in order to be yotz, it has to be something that you would bench on. So the Ram, the Minchas Chinuch says, the the sefer um, the the sefer Chinuch in the midst of matzah says you have to eat lechem, and if it's not lechem, you're not yotzi. And and the chinuch of the ezu the ezu nikul lechem kol she'enu mivorach hamotu because a mazon ze enu nikul lechem lo havi lechem namely in yin matzah. So he asked the the the, the, the mazon and vaches that chvitza um, the sugya there that um, that if you eat what would be the equivalent of pasta barbekisnin that you for example. Um, if if it's not baked in a tana but baked on the on the on the ground, so that would be possible because you'd make mazonos and not hamotzi. Um, however, the Rama seems to say, but you're yoitzi with that, right? Kuch kuch b'da'ara. Um, and what tells us mazutra kavus udasu ubala hamotzi v'gimel brachos. The ama ma. Uh, my lechem only and the Ram passes that as well in Hilchas Brachas, um, that that you only make a mizonitz unless you convey a suit on it, like all the Lacha passes by Yet the Rambam in Pergvav from Matzah Paskins that if it's Nefal Gabi Kalka, you yotzi de Chovas Matzah. Um, even though it's not called, even though it's possible because that's being necessary that you convey a pseudo. So the Minchas Chinuch answers that 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 the reason you yotze is because that the, the mitzvah itself, that it's a mitzvah of eating matzah, that itself is a koveya. So if that you, you see that's because I would just add to what the Minchas Chinuch is saying that since the mitzvah is a mitzvah of pseudo and this kviya pseudo as relates to the pseudo. Um, so therefore, that itself is a um, th- that itself is a koveya. Um, also, the, I, I just want to add two other things to this this notion. One is the, the Rambam says in Pegvav from Chametzimatza at the beginning says Bilel Chamishasa Bilvad Chova Umisha Ochel Kezayis Yotzi De Chavaso. So. Others point this out, and the Tzim said this, notices this as well. They've said, they said, when you've eaten the Kezayis, you yotze. But it sounds from the Ram that if you eat more than Kezayis, that there's, it's somehow significant. There's a keen beyond the Kezayis. So um, then the Tzim thinks that that's maybe a, a more universal law, that whenever the Torah says Yom, for example, it, it, it says, it, it says, Yom Chui Alechem, for Rosh Hashanah, that the more, the, if you blow more Kiyas, that there's a keen in that. Because the whole day is a day of of Yom Chua, and so the by Matz as well, it's it's the entire night. But Matzos, the entire night there's a Kiyum. Um But but I mean that's a Chiddush. But I, I, if we limit it, as the Ram says, limited to the, to the eating of Matzah the night of the Seder, it could be because it's not just a mitzvah to eat a Kezayis. It's because Kezayis represents Suda. So the more you eat in terms of the 
the matzah, that's all mitzarif. It's all related to the to the initial achila, and because it has a it has a chaloshem suda with it. Um, and and therefore, coming back to what I said initially, we see that the 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 yayin at the beginning, the kiddush, which introduces, we you know, this of kiddush makom suda, which is the kiddush establishes the Suda, it relates also to, to this new dimension as well of the special Suda of of um, of the night of the Seder. So I, I'm just going to conclude with one more write about this. Um, um, actually, before that, I'm just going to just mention one other, you know, the Mephoshah Godah why, yes, why is it at the beginning of the Haggadah, we, you know, we say Koldichvin and Koldichvich, we invite these unfortunate people, people don't have a say, the people are poor, we invite them to our house. Why is this demonstrated only at the Seder? So I thought that this may also be part of the halacha, the special halacha of Suda, the night of, the, uh, of Pesach. And and as we are as we were miyachid the matzah is the lach holach ma'anya, and that's part of the halacha of the special sudas yontif, as the Rambam says. Love would often quote this Rambam that the mitzah of simchas yontif is not to be an ice, just to be concerned about yourself. Part of our simchas is that has to be a shared experience, and therefore we invite others as well. And the Rambam says if a person the other poor unfortunate people a person who doesn't care about others and doesn't invite those who are, who are needy that's not called simchas yontif that's just the ram calls it simchas kreso it's just it's just it, he's taking care of his belly but not concerned about anybody else. And so since matzah also represents a special chi of suda, um, so there's a special kim to be mazmin aniyim. So as a, I just want to conclude with this, this avaya that Rabbi Shechter, Rabbi Herschel Shechter once told me, you know, the halacha is, Rukivega says that women, uh, actually first children Rukivega, the famous Rukivega, it's true, she says, if a woman forgets to say Yalav Yavo at Sudas Yontif, that maybe that they are part of because it's Mitzvah Asseh says Mangroma. However, he says, if they forget to say Yalav Yavo at the Seder, then they have to be Choyzer and then sh- again to say Yalav Yavo because the Chayiv in Matzah. Um, so, so if Shechter pointed out, that lechayva, why uh, that the chayiv to mention why the halachah to be maske yontif is halach in the suda. Um, so, and since the suda is a chayiv, so the chayiv, but here that the chayiv in matzah, that's a zaytikazach, so to speak. So why is it that if they forgot to say yalaviyavo, they should have to bench have to bench again again going to because normally they're not chayiv. The answer is that the mitzvah of matzah is not just a halach of suda. If it was, it's it's not just a halach of achilas matzah. 
it's a, it's a special suda the night of Pesach. And therefore, if they forget to eat, to eat the matzah, Kivega says that even though universally they would not be rechayiv on Yontif to repeat the Shemon Esri, because they're not chayiv, but the night of, of Pesach, they would be chayiv. So I just wanted to just mention a few things about the Vav in conclusion. The Vav was, as we all know, a historic personality and historic figure. His, um, I, I had this feeling for the many, many years that I was in a shir, that I was standing in front of somebody, just a, a genius of unparalleled, um, you know, dimensions. He was a, a mind, like, like his grandfather, in that, in that kind of a category. And, but beyond his genius and his extraordinary pedagogic, you know, talents, Un, un, and everything he did unparalleled, he was, the, the, the sense that you had also was that this was the connection in the Mesova. And he was, the, his goal, he used to say that all he is, this was a phrase here, you many might have heard it from him many times, I'm just a Malamid. But it's not so bad to be a Malamid, the Rav said, because the Kaddish Baruch himself is a Malamid. As the Baruch says, a Malamid, and I, he said that sense of mission and purpose to be a melamed, to teach, and to and to and to give over the mesorah. I remember hearing this from him. That he mem- I remember he said when he was a, a little boy at his father's seder. He remembers that you know that all the people who would be invited to the seder, there would be the Ramban sitting here and the Rashbo over there, and Kivegi would come. These these were all living personalities. This once came to, uh, to me. So profoundly, when he once told a story that when he was a little boy in Chaslavich, that the 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 Safra the diner, the secretary, the bezin there, was a very old man, and he related to this young bevel at the time. He told the Rav that he remembers as a child meeting an old chazan, who told him that in his youth he was part of an itinerant choir that would go from city to city. And they once came to Vilna and they saw a very tall man surrounded by a half circle by his Talmidim. And this then young boy asked, who who is that impressive looking person? And they said, that's the Chosset of Vilna. The guy in his time was called the Chosset, ironically, the Chosset of Vilna. Um, and and, and he asked, and why the Talmidim, this, this was the context in which the Rav told us the story, why the Talmidim surrounding him with a half a circle? He said, because that's the loch of Sanhedrin, that the Sanhedrin says that they surrounded, they were, so that each one was a, a semicircle, so each could see the other. And the Rav pointed out that's a loch, not only in Sanhedrin, it's a loch in Tamatova, but the primary role of Sanhedrin, Shehain Hain, but what was so striking to me was the love saw somebody who saw somebody who saw the going. It was almost like, and that was what the love tried to, to stretch out his hand in, 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 in the past. And now he's part of that glorious Masova. But the things that his, his, beyond his genius was his integrity and his commitment to Klai Yisrael. And, um, and the extraordinary high standards that he set were, the, were not for the love. Having, you know, a, a, 
a, a community of Tamil Chachamim, and but who are integrated in, in terms of the general society, professionals, I think it would have been impossible. And he stood in the as the bulwark for the for the preservation of of, of American orthodoxy committed to halacha. Were it not for the Rav's opposition to uh, mix seating, you know, taking out mechitzas, what he called the Christianization of the shuls, there would hardly be an orthodox shul in his time that did not uh, that that survived in terms of the the uh, the movement at the time. And now, of course, everything is is reversed in terms of orthodoxy is is, is strong. Other 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 denominations of atrophy. This was all because of the love. And we, as we think about him, his genius, his eloquence, his integrity, but most important was his, his preservation of the Masorah, but the most glorious Masorah. And that's what the night of Pesach is about. The Rav always used to say, the night of Pesach is a, is a night of Tamar Torah. We make a special bracha, a Pichas HaTorah on that. Baruch HaMokam Baruch Hu. And Vigadat Talabincha, is 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 passing on the Masorah to the next generation, to each child based on his own capacity. And were it not for somebody of the extraordinary qualities of the Rav, the, that that Masorah in America would have been breached. So we owe him so much. And was, as I think about him on this, on his 28th yard site, you know, we all we all miss him so much, but his rich, rich legacy that he left for American Jewry and much more broadly for Klai Yisrael will, will continue. He's Yichrel Baruch. Thank you so much for those beautiful words and reflections and for those profound ideas related to the Seder. And I'm sure... Uh, they certainly serve as a aliyah for the Rav's neshama and certainly enhance and enrich all of our understanding of the Seder and that entire experience. Um, our next shir will be presented by Rav Meir Tversky. Rav Tversky brings, of course, a very unique perspective uh, to the Rav. Not only is Rav Tversky a Rosh Hashiva in our yeshiva with thousands of Talmidim all over the world, I could tell you that through the uh, COVID challenges, uh, whether Talmudim were involved in position, positions of leadership or just dealing with the challenges of the circumstances as they were, so many, hundreds and hundreds, uh, turned to and continue to turn to Rav Tversky regularly for his clarity of values and understanding of how to apply the principles of Torah to such extraordinary times. Um, of course, Rav Tversky is also a grandson of the Rav, and so he carries the Rav's legacy uh, in so many different ways. It's an honor to invite him to share some words of Torah with us tonight. Re'ulim Nishmas the Rav. Thank you much. Thank you very much, Rabbi Glasser. It seems appropriate that... Uh, that the focus, or part of the focus for Limud, should be on the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. It's a, a, it was a defining, the defining mitzvah of, of the Rav's life, 
So I'm hoping that we'll spend a few minutes together, Bezus Hashem Neder, learning a little bit the Rambam in the beginning of Parik Beis of Yisodei Torah, and as time allows, to try to glean Kifi Yadenu a little bit. The Rambam begins in Parik Beis. Halacha Aleph of Hilchas Yisadei Torah, and he writes: So Kala Nichbar VaHanoa Hazeh Mitzvah LeAhavo UleYira Himenu Shenema VaHavta Es Hashem Alokecha VeNema Es Hashem Alokecha Tiva. This is something which is very striking within the context of of the, the Rambam's corpus and style. Generally, if if we'll survey the Yad HaChazaka, so we'll find that the Rambam gives each mitzvah its due. Each mitzvah is introduced independently, and then the Rambam proceeds to discuss each mitzvah. And here, the Rambam makes a point of introducing the mitzvahs of Ava and Yira together. B'neshima achas. What's more? He continues, and, and this symbiosis of Ava and Yira, the Rambam is clearly indicating to us in Halacha Beis, is not his Chiddush. Rambam continues in Aloha Beis and says, What's the path that one needs to follow in order to cultivate and attain degrees of Ava and Yira? And the Rambam famously writes, when a person will reflect upon the wondrous handiwork and creations of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and will see the inestimable, infinite wisdom, so immediately, instantaneously, the, the reaction that that will engender within within him is one of Ahava. A person will be overtaken with this sense of Ahava, totally captivated, totally enthralled, will praise, will glorify HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and will experience this intense longing to know more and more. Then the Rambam continues, when a person will reflect on these very same, on this very same data, on the Maisa of Ufloim, it will also engender a second complementary reaction. The person will recoil. And he'll, he'll have a sense of tremendous awe. And we'll realize what a lowly, unenlightened creature he is in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's the same impetus 
for Avon Yira. Hechi Adarach La'avosav Yirosa, there's a single unified answer. It's not that there's one Darach, there's one path that a person needs to traverse in order to cultivate Ava, and there's a dis- disparate, distinct second path that a person needs to traverse to cultivate Yira. No, Hechi Adarach La'avosav Yirosa, there's one path. So this combination, this symbiosis of Ava and Yira, the Rambam clearly is indicating, don't credit me with that Chiddush. You see, in the Rebona Shalom's world, how Ava and Yira are symbiotically related. What's the Pshan in that? There's a mitzvah of Begasa Mosin, there's a mitzvah of Nitilas Lulav. Obviously, on an ultimate level of fealty to the Rebbeinu Shalom, it's inconsistent if I am Mekayim one mitzvah, but not the other. But leaving that dimension aside, they're independent mitzvahs. If I take the lulav, but don't bench. If I if I if I don't if I if I bench, but don't take the lulav, the one mitzvah is in its own orbit complete. And here. The, clearly, clearly, the Rambam is indicating Ava and Yira are symbiotically related. They're inextricably intertwined. Ava is can't, can't stand alone, independent of Yira, and the same is true for Yira. It can't stand independent alone from Ava. This can and perhaps should be understood on, on different levels from different perspectives, but just to suggest one for, for this evening, based on a, a profound comment of the Malbim in Pasha's Vaschana. The Malbim comments, Malbim was a little bit, uh, a little bit of a, of, of a Rav Salavechik type figure. He, he knew everything in the world. In addition to knowing all of Nigla and all of Nista and all of uh, and all of philosophy, he knew his his uh, his his hekef, his his both of the breadth and 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 the and, and the depth of of his of his knowledge. Adayomazem remains remains breathtaking. So the Malbim has the, the makes the following comment. He says, if you look at ancient religions, he says that there was no ancient religion that had both a mitzvah of Ahava and Yira. There was no deity which was both revered and loved on the one hand, and on the other hand, feared and with a sense of, of awe on the other hand. And the reason for that is that the... Polytheists couldn't imagine, couldn't understand how the experiences in life, when we experience midas harachamim, midas hachesed, and on the other hand, the times and moments when we experience midas hadin, they couldn't imagine how those could emanate from one source. 
So they had at least that they couldn't they couldn't associate what on the human level is experienced as tov and ra. They couldn't ex- associate that with with a one rebbeim The Torah comes and teaches us Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekan Hashem Echad Vekishem Shachayv Adam Levarach Al Levarach Kishem Shemavarach Al Hatova. That we see Hakadosh Baruch Hu as responsible in His providence through His providence for everything which happens in the world. Both that which we appreciate, which we understand, which we experience as Amidah Sarachamim, as well as that which we don't understand and don't necessarily appreciate and experience as Amidah Sadin. So what underlies the fact that there's both the mitzvah of Ava and Yira is Yichad Hashem. The fact that Hashem Echad there's one Rebbeim Shalom. That means one Rebbeim Shalom who's responsible again for what on the human level is experienced as good, as well as what on the, on the human level, not the ultimate one, but on the human level is experienced as bad. There's one Rebbeim Shalom responsible. Based on this Malbim, on a certain level, obviously I don't mean this literally on every level, but on a certain level, if a person has Avas Hashem, but without Yeras Hashem, a person has Yeras Hashem, but is bereft of Avas Hashem, so the Yichud Hashem is not being fully translated projected, and experienced. Because Yichud Hashem, to, to affirm, to believe, to experience the world through a lens of Yichud Hashem, means that there's a in the world that we experience, there's a Midas Hadin in the world that we experience, and Hakol Nitnu And that's why the Ramam says the two adjectives, right? One for mitzvah Sava, one for mitzvah Yira, mitzvah because one without the other is lacking in translating our belief of, of Yichar Hashem. One thought. Let's continue here and 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 try to touch again briefly, schematically on 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 two other points. Each of these points are, are uh, of the Rambam's points are, are deserving of uh, much greater elaboration. The Rambam here in Parikvez of Yisraeli HaTorah introduces the mitzvahs of Av and Yir in Halacha Aleph. In Halacha Beis, he then follows up with Hechi HaDarach LaAvosav Then he, he drops the mitzvahs of and Yir only to revisit mitzvahs of as you recall, at the end of Hilchas Tshuva. 
But what's so anomalous, or seemingly anomalous here, is that the Rambam tells us, Rambam tells us how to look to attain Ahava and Yira. And yet, the real definition of, of Ahava, he doesn't provide until It's almost as if he were to tell us, you know, there's a mitzvah put on tefillin every day. And here's the address of the nearest Judaica store where they sell tefillin. To be able to be Mekai Mitzvah's tefillin. No, tell me what the Mitzvah tefillin is. Tell me about the, about the Dalit Parashios tefillin. Tell me, tell me what the Mitzvah tefillin is. How do you introduce a Mitzvah Vava? And the definition of what Ava means, Osa Ems Meshu Emes, Mibne Avas Adon not a word of that here. So clearly the Rambam has his compelling reasons for why he wants slash needs to divide his presentation, his discussion of Mitzvah Avas Hashem and present part of it in Hilchus Yisraeli Torah, part of it in Hilchus Tshuva. But nevertheless, the question begs, how does one introduce the mitzvah and only talk about the Heksha mitzvah? Only talk about introduce mitzvah's tefillin and then give me directions as to how to get to the sofa to buy a pair of tefillin. No, you won't want to tell me all that lochas now. Tell me some of that lochas now. At least give me the basic definition of the mitzvah. The Sefer Achinuch, with each mitzvah, as 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 you know, Rabbi he concludes each mitzvah with the, the same the same format. He begins by defining the mitzvah, and at the conclusion, he says, "What a person." would either do or abstain from doing, which would make him guilty of having neglected or violated the mitzvah. And generally, you know, it's dava v'hipucho. If the mitzvah is to daven daily, and a person lets a day elapse without davening, so then he's been mevat on the mitzvah, right? It's, it's, it's dava v'hipucho, something and, and its antithesis, thesis and antithesis. If the mitzvah is to lay in Kriyashma in the morning and Sosman Kriyashma comes and goes and a person hasn't said Kriyashma, so he's been about the mitzvah of Kriyashma. And, and, and that's the, what we an, anticipate and what we do find overwhelmingly in the Sefer Chinuch. So what do we expect by the mitzvah of Avas Hashem? That the mitzvah is to have Avas Hashem and the bittal of mitzvah is if a person doesn't have Avas Hashem. But what is the Rambam, what is the Sefer Chinuch actually, right? He says, V'overalzeh, a person who's guilty of Avas Hashem, V'kovea machshavosod b'inyonim hagashmiyem u'bahavlei ha'olam shalolashem shemayim, a person whose whole life is focused on material matters and all the vanities of of 
transient existence, Shalom Hashem Shemaim, not for any greater noble purpose. He's looking to have a good time. Or he's looking to, to, to acquire the, the covered Hamadume, which, which Olam Haza bountifully provides. So then, what's this whole Arichas? Just say, a person who doesn't have Avos Hashem has been over in the mitzvah. No, the Sefer Chinuch says, a person who's not involved in the quest for Avos Hashem has been Mavato the mitzvah. Avos Hashem is a mitzvah of a quest and a journey. It's not a mitzvah of attaining a final goal, and a final result. The mitzvah is the bikush. The mitzvah is the quest. The mitzvah is the yearning. The mitzvah is the striving. The mitzvah is the amola and yegiyah. As a result of that, as a result of, of that striving, the mitzvah is not to reach a finish line. Why is that? Why is that? So our Rambam provides the answer to that. The person has this tremendous title, Leida Hashem Hagodo. But the Rambam just said that Chachmas HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Ein Lakeitz. Chachmas HaKadosh Baruch Hu is infinite. And yet, Lefia Deya Tia Ava. So clearly what it means is that there's no, there's no, there's no finish line. The Mitzvah Achilles Matzah. Okay, maybe there's a Kiyam to eat more than a Kazayas, but Lemaisa, you ate a Kazayas. You did the mitzvah. You were making the mitzvah. Aves Hashem, the mitzvah is the bikush, is the uvikashte misham, is is the constant quest and 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 journeying. And that's what the Rambam tells us that Ketzad here Derech Laavosav Yerasa. He's not telling us what the Hechsha mitzvah is. The Derech Laavosav Yerasa. The Rambam is beginning what the Dine HaMitzvah are. He's not telling us on the level of preliminaries. Because the mitzvah consists of the quest, of the search, of the, 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 the forward movement and motion towards, towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But there's no such thing as Yerman Chachmaso She'en it's, it's infinite. So by definition, a person doesn't, doesn't reach an ultimate goal. The, the, he, there are milestones along that journey and that quest, but there's no ultimate goal that, that's attained. And, and similarly, this is something which you see elsewhere in the Rambam as well. The, the Rambam writes, 
What is the metaphor of tzaddikim yoshvim atrosem b'roshem b'nenim mizivashchina mean in describing the life of Olam Haba, given the fact that Olam Haba, the Rambam says, is an incorporeal existence? There's incorporeal existence, then no no need to bring your hat along, Rabbi say. So what does it mean that that atrosem b'roshem and nenim mizivashchina so the Ramam says in Parak Chesavichos Chuvu Mauzeh Shaomu Venanim Mizev Ashchina Sheyoden Umasigin Meamitas Hakadosh Baruch Hu Masha Einon Yoden Vehein Beguf HaOfel Ashofel. In Olam Haba, which is a purely spiritual existence, a person has a greater capacity for Yediyas Hashem than he has in Olam Haza, which is a hybrid of physical and spiritual existence. So even in terms of what the ultimate human capacity is, a person can't attain that in Olam Haza. So the mitzvah of Avis Hashem is the bikush, is the journey in that direction. That's why the Sefer Chinuch doesn't say, well, if you didn't attain the goal, you were mevatel the mitzvah. He says, if you're not engaged in that quest, if you're not a part of that journey, then a person has been mevatel and mitzvah. Heche adach la'avoso v'yiroso is not describing a hechsher mitzvah, it's describing the, the mitzvah itself. Just, we, we have a, a, a few more minutes, a few more minutes, Rabbi Osai. So perhaps, l- l- let's try to highlight one other fundamental idea which emerges from the Shana Sarambam. The Rambam writes that the person is prompted, is inspired through the hisbonimus, through the reflection on the maisim ubuam aniflam shalkarish baruchu. A person is inspired that he's misavir taiva gedola leida hashem hagado. He has a tremendous taiva. Funny description. Tremendous taiva. Where else do you find? I don't know. I, I didn't. Um, I, I, I didn't I didn't plug in my, my Barry line and, and check, but but just the, the, I think the, the two the two associations that come to mind where the Rambam uses lehis avos to desire. So he has it in Hechus Deus Parak Aleph Dalid when he talks about what it means to be moderate in eating. So the Rambam says v'chein lo yisave elul ledvarim shahaguf tzarech lohen. So taiva means physical desire, physical urge in this context, right? It's, it's, it's describing a physical desire, a physical urge. Similarly, at the end of Hilchus Yisrael Bia, Gezel And Bem is it's Lashon Mikra, right? In Pashas Balosva, Vnei Yisrael Hisavu Taiva. I think we probably would have expected that in this context, the Rambam would have a different verb to describe this spiritual longing as distinct from a very physical dicker desire. And yet the Ramam doesn't. Same verb. Misavitai Vigadoma. Misavitai Vigadoma. 
Okay, so we do that in English. Right? We we would use the the word desire in in both of those contexts. But it, it it's worthy of 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 reflection. I think the the the, the Rambam's intent can be understood in, in, in light of a, a very, very important uh, discussion that the Rav has in, in his uh, monograph, Uvikashta Misham. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read Nabli Hashem again, j- just briefly. I, I, I realize it's a little past nine. Anyone has to go hit the, uh, hit the leave button of our site, please. Um, but if you take a look in, in footnote two in Uvikashta Misham, so, so the Rav writes as follows: Haklal hamusari haatik shall hishtabdut hanefesh al hasechel lavash b'mishnaso shel Rambam tzurach hadashal legamre. The ethical principle, the time-honored ethical principle, that the non-rational side of a human being should be subservient to the seichel, to the intellect took on an entirely new form in the Rambam's teaching, in the Rambam's philosophy. The Rambam wasn't a Stoic. The Rambam didn't preach Stoic philosophy that, that, that a person should only, only act with reason and, and there should be almost excising all non-rational elements of the human personality. Nor did the Rambam share Aristotle's dream that there should be a one-sided hegemony where the seichel, where the intellect, rules over all non-rational elements of the human being. What the Rambam wanted is to wed the two, to conjoin the two. They shouldn't act independently of each other. Hadeyom hadaas, the intellect, mizdaveges imhoregesh, again, it's conjoined with emotion, with feeling, umisasharis mimenu, and is enriched by it. On the one hand, Adas Mifarnesis Esaregesh, on the one hand, it supports feeling, on the other hand, Avogamni Zonis Mimeno, but it's also nourished by it. Yeshkan Hashpaz Gomlin, there's reciprocity. Now, here come the, the really, really crucial lines of our say. Mitzad Echad Kisheha affectim mismazgim im hasechel. The very character of the non-rational side of a person is transformed when 
they're guided by seichel, by the intellect. Ha'ofi ha'pasivi affectivi shokeh v'holech b'mkom ha'his v'shmus ha'hechrechis tzotza ha'pi'ilos ha'chofshis the idea being as follows. What, what the Rav is saying here, maybe a little bit of, of a marshal. When a person, let's say, I have a weakness for uh, chocolate rugelach. Okay, I'm not commenting on whether or not this is a, a true example, an imagined example. We'll, we'll leave that for the audience to, uh, to, to form their own, their own judgment on. Um, I think if I shut off the video, I have a better chance of, of a favorable verdict um, on, on that. So what, what happens when that non-rational side is expresses itself? Basically, I'm reacting. I'm just reacting to the fact that it's a taste I enjoy, that instinctively... There's this pleasure and enjoyment associated with it. And I'm just being totally passive and instinctive in my affective life. What about the chib of mitzvah and the taiva that a person has for the kezayis matzah at the seder? There's also a taiva there. The person also should, should eat that kezayis with relish. Tahidur, the, the person should eat it, should eat it with, 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 with relish. Matzah should be nechales with teovam. But is that a, a passive, instinctive, reactive affect? Well, since in this instance, the non-rational is being guided by, steered and channeled by the rational, this is an active, proactive, voluntaristic affectation. It's a profound Profound point that, that the, 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 the Rav is expounding from, from the Rambam's philosophy. Emotions, desires can be, and in an unredeemed life, in a life that's not elevated by Seichel, by Seichel Torah, inevitably will be passive. Instinctive. Certain things naturally, instinctively appeal to us, and we're just responding based on on that brutish instinct. We're responding reflexively. There's nothing voluntaristic. There's nothing active about it. But when there's the Shiltan HaSeichel, and, and, and the taiva for the matzah is something that I will and I choose. So then the affective life has been transformed 
from something passive, involuntary, to something proactive, and something voluntary. Me'idach gisa, within this reciprocal relation, mitzad acher, gam ha'hakaram mis'aleis al-yedei hizdavdu, al-yedei hizdavgusa im ha'rikshiyus. But understanding, apprehension, cognition is also elevated through this, through this marriage to the, the, the emotional, non-rational side. And, and here comes an extraordinary, extraordinary sentence. Extraordinary. Achdos ha-maskil v'ha-muskol rabbeinu the highest form of understanding is only when that understanding is saturated with will, with love, with with desire. What 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 is what 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 does that mean? The ideal. When, when the Rambam describes in, 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 the, in Parag Yud of Hilchos Tshuva, when, when he describes what the ideal of Avas Hashem is, the Ketzat Hiyo Ava HaRuuya, Hishayavas Hashem Ava Gedola Yisera Rabba Aza Adma Od. A person should have an Avas Hashem which is unlimited unbounded, intense. The Rambam is describing not some kind of cold, detached intellectualism, but a passionate, a passionate desire for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. With the Seichel after first transforming the emotions and the non-rational side, then is able to harness them in that quest and journey. The, the, the Rab Aza Admaod, those are not intellectual categories. The Avas Hashem the Das, that that a person sits down to learn Torah, to attain Yediyah Hashem, he's learning with a bren. And it's only with that passion, with that fire, that a person attains what can be attained in terms of Yediyah Hashem, The Rambam says, because Avas Hashem doesn't leave behind, doesn't reject, doesn't look to suppress different facets of the personality. But on the contrary, it first, through the Das, they're transformed, and then they're harnessed. And they're crucial for attaining Yediyah Hashem and greater Avas Hashem. And Bedavka, the Rambam, uses that term of Misavir Taiva Gedola with, with its associations.
Avas Hashem is, is, is something which doesn't only engage the human intellect, the Rambam's equation of the Fiat Dea Tia Ava notwithstanding, it's something that is all-encompassing. It's something that engages the entire person. And, and that too, the Rambam is, is hinting at in, in Bedavka using that phrase of Misave, that capacity for Taiva that a person has can be transformed, can be elevated, and then in a crucial, pivotal way, can then be harnessed in that, that journey to, 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 to energize the person in that lifelong journey without a finish line of attaining incrementally higher and higher degrees of Avas Hashem. Thank you very much, Thank you so much, Rav Tversky. Thank you so much, Rav Ganak. I have to say that uh, each year the Rav's yard site, of course, coincides with the Chag of Pesach. And so it's Ben Azmanim. Uh, there is a smaller crowd in Yeshiva, and we don't have the same type of opportunity to come together as a community. And uh, I have to give a karsatov to Rabbi Penner, the Dean of Reitz, uh, who saw the possibilities this year of being able to convene differently uh, so that we can all come together for this yurt site and for every yurt site moving forward so that we can mark this, uh, this day and this moment uh, in the way it should be in studying Torah together and drawing from the uh, wisdom of the Rav's Talmidim, of the Rav's Mishpacha. I want to invite everyone to visit uh, yutorah.org uh, tonight and over the course of tomorrow. Uh, there is an enormous amount of material related to the Rav, his spadim, all sorts of different types of reflections, and most meaningful, hundreds of shiurim from Rav Salavetchik Satsal himself. Um, and so that you could spend some time tomorrow or this evening listening to the voice of the Rav. And uh, that voice certainly continues to echo in our lives and in the lives of our community and certainly beyond. We wish everyone a chakash of a and uh, everyone a good night.